0: Welcome everybody, this is the second hour of Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. In this hour, a conversation with Edmonton Oilers Masterton nominee Derek Ryan uh, Cam Moon will talk to Ryan Nugent Hopkins who plays his 800th NHL game. We'll hear from Oilers assistant GM Keith Gretzky he'll be our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Reminder, you can text us on our Ashley Ashley fine floors text line at 780 get the new floors you've always wanted with ashley fine floors 143rd street 111th avenue open monday to saturday and you can reach us on the river cree resort casino hotline 780 63 the river cree resort casino excitement bet on it open 24 365 as we wrap up oilers game day trivia which concluded our previous hour for pro-am sports fan cave and fan gear specialists for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and at ProAmSports.ca. Before we went to break at uh, 12.56, I asked, name the two former Edmonton Oilers that are playing for the Colorado Avalanche. One was a first-round draft choice, and the other scored against the Oilers earlier this season. With the answer and our winner, here's Brandon Escott.
1: Yeah, the answer, uh, Andrew Cogliano and Brad Hunt as well, who did score against the team earlier this year. And Rick knew the answer to that one today.
0: Congratulations, Rick. You receive a $50 GC from our friends at proamsports.ca. That's Oilers game day trivia for proam sports. Fan gave and fan gear specialists for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and at proamsports.ca. All right. Uh, we will get to our game day lineup report here momentarily, but not before, uh, we go into the orders now prospect report which is heard Tuesday and Thursday on this show for Reface Magic save money on your kitchen renovation don't replace Reface and part of the reason why we're getting in this right now is there's a chance that sometime over the next 24 hours there might be some news on this player so back in the 630 Chad Studios Brendan Escott is focusing on who today
1: Yeah, Skyler Brindamore Edmonton's 6th round pick from 2017 of course the son of Rod Brindamore now an NCAA national champion after his Quinnipiac Bobcats upset the Minnesota Golden Gophers in overtime in the title game Uh, no points for the Oilers prospect in that championship game but he did finish plus one with four penalty minutes so what is the deal here Bob? Will they lose his rights if they don't sign him this spring? What's going on?
0: Well, yeah, but they wouldn't lose his rights till the summer. So sometimes what happens is, like, I think you can assume maybe there may have been discussion about an American Hockey League deal. But if his representatives, if his agency can get him an NHL deal usually what happens in that uh, with another organization usually what happens in that scenario is the players rights get traded for future considerations and it's just now I'm looking ironically enough I, I had a lot of time here in Denver over the last couple of days um, the order has got a lot of forwards under contract right now theoretically that could end up in Bakersfield next season so just to illustrate this point Brendan um so, Noah Philp needs to be qualified. So too does Raphael Lavois. I think Raphael Lavois is going to end up starting the year in Edmonton next, next year because I think the others are concerned about losing his rights. Borgo, Tulio, Carter Savoy, Hamlin, Seth Griffith, Petrov, Malone, McCaig, Berglund, and Chason. That's 11 forwards, not including Lavoie. Does not include Tyler Benson, who I think will probably look for an opportunity with another organization. Uh, not sure on Justin Bailey. Uh, th- those guys are on NHL deals right now. Guys like Esposito and Cambites are in A deals. The problem with Esposito is he's now going to be considered a veteran next year, which is sometimes tougher to take in. So I'm just, I'm, 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 the fact that they signed the Berglund Kid kind of, and then Jason, who scored the game winner last night for the Saskatoon Blades, he, he scored twice in that series, and he scored the two game winning two game winners for them. Um, I wonder if if I'm looking at Bakersfield next year. I don't know whether or not the owners would be prepared to give an, an NHL deal for Skyler Brindamore, and I wonder whether or not his agency can get him a deal. So if that happens, you may see his rights get traded at some point here. Um, so keep an eye. On that. All right. Uh, before we go to Derek Ro- uh, Derek Roy, Derek Ryan, uh, we are going to get into the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit McGuireFinancial.ca. The orders. Full skate yesterday, had an OPT today. Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman. McDavid's on a 14-game points streak. He's got 10 goals and 27 points during that stretch. Um, he's got points in 24 of his last 25 games. He leads the NHL with 64 goals and 87 assists, and obviously leads the league with 151 points. Nugent Hopkins' is first 100-point um, season. Uh, Hyman and Nugent Hopkins each have 15 power play goals. McDavid's got 21. Drysaddle's got 31. It's the first time in NHL history that a team has four players with 15 or more power play goals. The Oilers lead the NHL in power play goals and in shorthanded goals. Drysaddle with Kane and Yamamoto. Bukested was with Kostin and Janmark yesterday. McLeod was with Fogel and Ryan. And... Uh, and Devin Shore, uh, my guess is that McLeod, there's a good chance we're going to see him here, uh, this week. I think the order's got to get him back up and running. He plays 1410 per game when he's in the lineup. Matias Combe, he's been brilliant for Edmonton since coming aboard. We gave you the numbers earlier. Three goals, 12 points in 19 games, plus 25 playing 2043. 20, he now has his sixth career 30 plus point season with, uh, Evan Bouchard. Three goals, 17 points in 19 games with Eckholm plus 11. He's, uh, He's got two more assists, and he's going to get another $425,000 in bonuses. Darnell Nurse and DeHarnay, because CeCe wasn't on the ice, Kulak and Broberg. Where the other pair in the Oilers only had six defensemen out there. Stuart Skinner is the ex- expected starter. He's 27, 14 and five, a 2.80 goals against the average, nine-twelve save percentage. And he was brilliant against Colorado earlier in the season at home. They won an overtime, but Skinner had a heck of a start because the Oilers were badly outplayed in stretches. The Avalanche played with a lot of desperation. Edmonton is 26 11. And three on the road this season. They're number one in the league in offense, 3.98 goals per game. Number one in the league in power play at 32.5. Um, and they'll take on a Colorado squad, as I mentioned, that's used 42 different players this year they had mckinnon up front with evan rodriguez and miko rantanen mckinnon 107 points first time in his career to crack the 100 plus point plateau Rantanen, 102 points including 54 goals he's third in the league in goals behind mcdavid and pasternak jt confer with melgan and nichushkin nichushkin had 25 last year 17 this year by the way Colorado plays five forwards, 20 minutes a game or more. McKinnon and Rantanen, 22 minutes. Copper plays 20 minutes a game. Matushkin plays 20. And Lekkinen plays 20 when he's healthy. They had Eller with Newhook and Ben Myers on their third line. Andrew Cogliano, of course, spent four seasons in Edmonton with Matt Nieto on a very fast line with Logan O'Connor. Gerard was with Taze the other night. Jack Johnson and Eric Johnson, Johnson and Johnson together. Uh, Jack Johnson was minus 25 in Chicago. He's been plus 8 in Colorado. He's got just 11 goals his last six seasons, but he's played forever. Eric Johnson's in his 13th season with the Avs. And then they had McDermott and Hunt in their third pairing. Brad Hunt's playing 11 minutes a game, and McDermott's playing 8. There's a chance we'll see Bowen Byram, who plays 21 minutes a game. Not sure. McCarr, he plays 26-23. So they've got five forwards and 4-D that play 20-plus minutes. I expect Yorgi have to start. It's 38-16-5 and at 2.52 goals against average. 9-19 save percentage. The Avalanche, for the five previous seasons, led the NHL in power play opportunities. This year, they're 12th. But for the five previous years, they run the power play more than anybody else during the regular season. That is a complete look at the game day lineup report. Colorado, by the way, is 21 13 and five at home. They have a plus 52 goal differential. The orders are up to plus 61. Um, The Avs are 10th in goals for, 9th in goals against, 5th in the power play, 16th in the PK. They struggle a bit in the face-offs, so keep an eye on that tonight. They're at uh, 28th in the league at 46.6. That is an extended look at your game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. It's 115 at Edmonton, and we'll tell you that uh guests in the show receive gift cards to japanese village edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant come in and check out their new location 3975 calgary trail we're going to head into the orders now injury report for uh brought to you all season long by james h brown injury lawyers james h brown proud supporters of the edmonton elks and the edmonton Oilers and the U of A golden bears when accidents happen go to jameshbrown.com trent brown jim brown the gang and james h brown i mentioned there's a good chance you're going to see McLeod activated. There's also a good chance that Ryan Murray uh, may end up going down to Bakersfield for games this weekend. I think they want to get him some games. I'm not quite sure how that... He's been on LTIR for a while. so you, There may be a possibility the Oilers only have one regular season game left. There's no salary cap come playoff time. Of course, they got Demers a game up here to look uh, for a little bit of a look-see. I think they want to get Murray a couple games, so he's probably going to play the games on the weekend in the American Hockey League. All right. Derek Ryan, the Oilers nominee for the Masterton Trophy. Former U of A Golden Bears, start over in Austria and Sweden, won the Swedish League MVP, started his NHL career with Carolina, was a Masterton in finalist in 2016-17 when Connor McDavid won his first Hart Trophy. Here's Oilers forward Derek Ryan. Uh, this isn't the first time you've been the uh, Masterton nominee uh, for a team. You actually were a finalist, uh, basically, when you made your, uh, in your rookie season in the National Hockey League. What, it, what does it mean to be recognized, uh, especially with the word perseverance as part of, uh, I guess, uh, the mandate for what the Masterton's about?
2: Yeah, well, I think my journey to be where I am now in the NHL is uh, the epitome of perseverance. And whenever you get nominated for a character award like this, I think it's pretty special. It's something that uh, reflects you as a person, um, you know, not what uh, what talents you've been given or anything like that. It's just hard work and, and the things you've done with, with, uh, with what you have. So um, I think it's something that I don't take lightly, something that I cherish, and I know that my family does as well because it's a reflection of of um, my upbringing and uh, the people that I love that are around me and uh, they s- how they've supported me and, and uh, to get me to where I am now. So it's pretty special. So Derek, when you were at the NHL awards in
0: 2017, did yeah. you envision six years later you'd get nominated again for the same award?
2: No, I thought that might be it. Um, like you said, I was a finalist and I got to go to the awards and, and be a part of that cool show and it was pretty special for myself and my family. and. Um, just try to take it all in, but uh, yeah, de- definitely didn't think I'd be um, back as a nominee six years later. Yeah uh, This team has gone
0: to another gear and uh, You know Ken Holland and the management staff brought in a couple You already had a bunch of really good players. You were a pretty good team last year went to the final four We're scuffling for a while this year uh, Since January 11th, you got the best record in the National Hockey League and the best winning percentage Um There's an old saying Bear Bryant used to say, the best coach is the one that walks off the bus with the best players. Hmm. So, um, you know, you got some good players. Is that lost on the team here? That, uh, you know, what you guys have accomplished? Not that, I mean, it's nice what you've accomplished in the regular season. I know there's a lot more work to do between now and the rest of the way, but it has been a pretty good run here, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, I think it might be lost on us a little bit just because we're in the midst of it. You know, you can't really take a step back and reflect on the the season so far or really appreciate it until, until you're sitting at home in the summer. And hopefully that's, um, as champions, that's what we all want. So like you said, there's lots of work to be done. Um, so I don't think we've had a real good moment to reflect on on what we've done but I, th- I do agree that we have a great team here we had we had a great team before the trade deadline and we certainly have a, a better team now and it's um, it's exciting time for for fans and the players as well Derek can you speak to what the additions of Matthias at home as well as Nick Butte said of made to the team? Yeah, Ekholm's been great. I think he's been uh, exactly what we needed on the on the defensive end of things. He's uh, he's dynamic. He's really good at going back in his own zone, um, getting the puck, and making a great first play. Even when there's not a an obvious first play to make, he he creates one, and that's that's a hard thing to do. Um, he's He skates really well. He gets up in the play. He makes elite passes that um, that create offense, and uh, he's also a leader in the dressing room. He's been on some serious playoff runs, and um, we can see uh, and hear his leadership already, and I'm sure we'll lean on that continuing as well. And Bukestad, he's been huge for us um, down the middle. Big, strong guy. Holds on to pucks down low in the offensive zone. I think he's um, been excellent for us in faceoff. Circle on the, his strong side. There, he's been really good. That adds another element of um, to our our strength down the middle, and he's he's solid and reliable defensively as well. So I think he's I think we already had a pretty deep forward group, and he's uh, he's rounded out that forward group really nicely. Uh, for you personally, 13 goals this season. Not bad in a contract year. Yeah, really good. I'm happy with it for sure. It's like um, my career high is 15, and those were in the days when I played power play and um, a lot more offensive situations. So it's uh, special to have uh, to score that much and um, be able to produce. I know that's something that's been talked about here in, in Edmonton for a long time since before I got here was depth scoring, and um, I think there's no doubt that we have, we certainly have that now. Well, to put things in perspective, uh, assuming Ryan McLeod draws back in, I think he's going to
0: play the final couple. Games, 11 of your 12 forwards uh, that theoretically would dress have got 10 plus goals this year, and Matthias Yanmark has eight and is playing 14 and a half minutes a game. So I think that's just a sign of how much deeper you guys are right now, maybe than you were a year ago at this time.
2: Yeah, totally, and I think a lot of those goals have come even strength as well, which is uh, an important uh, factor in there as well. You know, there's not a lot of PP time after the the first PP unit, justifiably so because they're the greatest in. History history and so um yeah a lot of even straight contributions which is hard to do in this league it's hard to score five on five and um you know it's um something that we're proud of on this 12-on-1 run the power plays first that's no
0: surprise it's record setting right now the penalty killing second in the league over the last 13 games that surprise you
2: yeah it does a little bit that's huge for us I know that it's um, our PK has been growing and getting better as we've gone throughout the year we've had a couple games where we've gotten dinged up a little bit and that uh, hurts the percentage the numbers but I think we've been trending in the right direction since I don't know Christmas and um, so that's huge for us um, let's be honest special teams are massive in the playoffs when you get a power play or you get a kill you have to do your job and so that's huge so you go to the U of A you think about being a pharmacist. You play four years there. Uh, I
0: guess your last year, just thinking off the top of my head, it was 2011 Did you think twelve years later you'd be closed in on five hundred games in the National
2: Hockey League? I think you know the answer to that's almost a rhetorical question. There's no way I was thinking about that. I was thinking about whether I was gonna get into pharmacy school and whether I could play in Europe and have a decent career over there and uh, start starting a family and <laughs> lots of different things, but the NHL certainly wasn't 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 one of them, so it's pretty special, yeah, having the 500th game coming up here. I know my dad's um, excited about that. It's a pretty special milestone, not just for me, but like I said before, my family and my loved ones that have gotten me here too, so it's um, it's pretty cool. Thanks for giving us six and a half minutes. Thanks, Bob.
0: That is Derek Ryan from the Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton's nominee for the Masterton Trophy. It's 1.23 in Edmonton. We're going to come back with some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line when we return on Oilers Now. Game number 800 tonight for Edmonton sporting icon, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, his first career 100-point uh, uh, season. He's played 62 more games than Gabriel Landeskog, who went second in the draft that year. And Nugent has 62 more points than Gabriel Landeskog. Uh, do want to tell you, when we talk about Brent Ridge Ford? and their President's Awards for customer satisfaction, their full transparency, and customer care after the purchase. But another big factor in their success, like any great franchise, is stability. Here are some legacy-level stats for you. Their parts manager, Ricky, started back in 1992. General manager, Rich, in 1994. And they've had the same owner at Brent Ridge Ford since 1987. I know from personal experience, the whole Brent Ridge Ford staff is committed to ensuring your customer experience is a positive one. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskwin. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, we got a, you can text us, uh, you can text us a lot. Uh hmm. Uh this text comes to us from Tracy. He says, Bob, not sure what your main discussion is today, but a week or so ago you asked if you wanted Calgary to make the playoffs. Just wanted to give you an opinion on that. I'm glad they'll miss this year because I remember hearing on your show just a couple of years ago, the Flames player was heard shouting out, You guys suck after beating Edmonton again. I don't well, I don't remember that. Um Again, you can text us at 780496, but if you heard it, you heard it, Tracy. I'm not going to second guess you. Uh, there's, there's chirping all the time that occurs. I, I somehow, Brendan, what do you think? Do you think letters fans are disappointed the flames have missed the playoffs?
1: Only for the sake, Bob, of not having a battle of Alberta this year. And that's
0: all I'll say about it. Uh, there you go. This text comes from Coach Mike. He says, I texted the show in November when you and Spectre were discussing the Flames and I said the Flames would be no better than a wild card team. That comes to us from Coach Mike. Coach Mike, you called it. In the end, they're fighting for a wild card team and they weren't good enough to make it. And then Mike adds, Bob, what's the over-under on five power plays for Colorado tonight from Coach Mike? They got nine the other night against Anaheim and Ryan Strom lost it at the end of the game and ended up getting, uh, he got a, a fine from the league. But this year, They're only 12th in power plays drawn after, for five consecutive seasons, the Colorado Avalanche led the league in power play opportunities. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, who's the biggest fan of the Boston Bruins wagon that there is. And when we return, Keith Gretzky with an update in the farm down in Bakersfield.